Hey everyone, welcome to Making Music with Jake Haas, the podcast all about the creative process of writing and recording music. For this week's episode, I break apart a song called The Last Waltz, which was released last December on my album, Good Grief. So I started writing this song back in 2013. This is one of the few songs I've written in 6-8 waltz time. Here's a clip from an early demo I recorded on my phone when I had a few ideas formed, but I was mostly improvising and mumbling words to try to develop the song a bit more. So I was inspired by the Arcade Fire song, Crown of Love, from their album Funeral. It's also in Walt's time and there's strings and sort of a doo-wop piano, so I was really going for something with a similar sound. I started recording the song on September of 2015, and the arrangement kind of morphed as I worked on the song off and on for a couple more years. I went back and counted, and there's actually 49 tracks of instruments on this song. But the first things I recorded besides the scratch guitar track were the drums and bass. The song actually begins really sparse, and the drums play a real simple kick and hi-hat pattern for the first chorus. The idea is that as the song progresses, the drums gradually become more intense, so once we get to the second verse, I've added the hi-hat and the rim click on the snare drum along with the tambourine. There's a distinct waltz rhythm I have for most of the remainder of the song with the kick on the downbeat and the snare on the four, and then another kick on the six leading into the next bar, and the bass kind of follows along with that. Later on in the song, I switched to using the ride cymbal and a regular snare sound, and I also add sleigh bells. Then finally, as I get towards the end, I'm using an open hi-hat and playing a bit more with the drum fills, and the bass is playing solid eight notes.
The song is kind of grounded in the main electric guitar part, which plays a constant eighth note rhythm on the entire song and doesn't really vary much in volume or intensity. And then things kind of change around it. So the percussion, bass, and that guitar part are kind of the core of the song, and pretty much everything else is kind of an additional texture. There was a lot of trial and error on what I decided to add, but let's start with the additional guitars. First there's an acoustic guitar part, and then a smooth electric guitar part, which is a combination of some tremolo, phase, and echo effects, where I hold on to the chords for each bar. As the song progresses, there's another clean electric guitar part, which kind of does these stabs every bar, and then two distortion guitar parts for the climax at the end. Here's what they all sound like together. There's actually three more guitar parts I haven't mentioned yet where I play the guitar using an ebo, so they kind of have more of the sound of a strings. So that brings our tally to nine guitars on the song, but these parts are really subtle in the mix and uh, they're there to kind of fill out the song and add texture. Here are those three parts together. So right at the intro of the song, a real simple part I played on my upright piano comes on. I played very gently at the lower half of the piano and really held the notes out and let them ring. Towards the end of the song, as things start to build, I added another piano part playing eighth notes on the higher end of the piano. It gives it sort of a doo-wop Motown kind of sound in the context of everything else happening. There's also a church organ sound to fill out things with additional texture. Here's what the two pianos and organ sound like together. So this last final touches the strings. I had this part in my head from the beginning, but I wasn't really sure if I was going to be able to pull it off. I first started with trying to do MIDI strings, but it just didn't sound right. I had actually played violin growing up in middle school and, and stuck with it through high school, but even so, my violin skills aren't the best. But I knew how I wanted it to sound, so I dusted off my old violin, which I hadn't played in years, and gave it a shot. Luckily, the parts aren't all that complex to play, even though there's lots of layers. 
At some point, there's seven different parts uh, playing all the notes of the chord along with some melodies, but each part is actually played three times and stacked up so you, you're really hearing 21 violins playing together. So it gives the illusion of sounding like a full orchestra. And I should also add that I shifted the pitch of some of the violin parts down to sound like a cello. And here's the intense string part at the end where I played a bunch of eighth notes. The lyrics of the song are written about a former classmate of mine who committed suicide. The perspective kind of shifts, so it's a little confusing to follow, but the first verse is an imaginary conversation of talking to the grief-stricken parents about what happened. The second verse is kind of like imagining going back in time and having a conversation with the person before they committed suicide. Uh, kind, of, kind of the conversation I wish I could have had. And the final version is them expressing how they feel. So the whole song is basically looking back at what happened and understanding what I maybe could have done to show more empathy and to be available to help. The title is borrowed from the band's concert film of their final live performance called The Last Waltz. I felt it was fitting. I'm super proud of this song. I'm happy I was able to pull out all these ideas I had floating in my head and create something meaningful out of it. One of the things I've found in life is that we're all going through something and it helps if we can talk to each other about it and be there to listen. So if you need someone to talk to, reach out to me through social media and I'd be more than happy to have a conversation. Here's the final mix of the song. Steps away and you're back.
That's our show this week. If you head over to the podcast section of my website, jcos.com, you can read the lyrics and download the song for free and check out some of the other projects I've done for TV and film. You'll also find a link on my site to Patreon where you can help support this podcast by pitching in a dollar per month. Follow the Facebook page for Making Music with Jake Haas to stay up to date, but most of all, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review so we can get a bump in the rankings. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.